0: and enter promo code FTM400. That's FTM for firing the man 400 to get your first $400 in reimbursements commission free. How much money does Amazon owe you? There are two lessons to take away here. One is really know your numbers, right? Know your even point. And two, be aware that, that the free markets are, are at work. There's a fixed supply of keywords and you know, there's
1: a growing demand of keywords. Every product has a life cycle. So you know there's a launch phase, a maintenance phase, and then there's a declining phase for almost every product. And so if you know what these numbers are before you're going into it, at least you have a you have kind of a rough roadmap of that product life cycle. And I and I think that's helpful.
0: As entrepreneurs we're optimistic, but you know sometimes things don't don't always pan out and it's good to know your numbers through a couple different lenses.
1: Yeah. A lot of variables that we can't control, you know, competition, shipping, you know, lots of things that impact it. Welcome everyone to the firing the man podcast a show for anyone who wants to be their own boss if you sit in a cubicle every day and know you are capable of more then join us this show will help you build a business and grow your passive income streams in just a few short hours per day and now your hosts serial entrepreneurs David Shomer and Ken Wilson
0: Welcome, everyone, to the Firing the Man podcast. On today's episode, we take a deep dive into PPC and profitability. Now, the reason we're recording this episode is Ken has been running PPC for a couple of our portfolio companies, and I have been hyper-focused on profitability. We have had a very healthy push and pull relationship as Ken tries to manage ACOS and I manage profitability. So that's what we're going to be
1: diving into today. Ken, what is going on, man? David, how are you, man? Glad to be in the podcast studio if I can talk today. But yeah, you know... PPC profitability tacos you know you and I have been working on this a lot lately getting this stuff dialed in and I'm excited to share with the audience kind of what we've been working on and and some things that are working for us and you know the end game is is profits right that's what we're all after and and that's kind of what we're we're hyper focused on
0: absolutely and included in this episode we're going to do a real life case study From one of our portfolio companies, walk you through the P&L through three phases of that company and really looking forward to diving into it. So, you know, what we're going to be covering is TACOS. That's right. You heard me correctly. T-A-C-O-S. We'll be learning what that is. We're going to talk about several methods that you can implement to decrease TACOS then we're just going to really get into profitability and what I'm looking at on a monthly basis and what Ken and I are looking at on a monthly basis when we get our p ls back in order to optimize and better manage for profits. So as I mentioned before, TACOS, this is an extension of ACOS. So ACOS is A-C-O-S, that stands for Advertising Cost of Sale. And this is going to be how much you spend on advertising per dollar of revenue you make. It can also be as a ratio of ad spend in contrast with target sales. All right, now tacos, in my opinion, this is ACOS's cooler, older brother. This means uh, advertising spend relative to total revenue generated. And so just an easy example, say you have ad spend of $2 and you have ad revenue of $10. You're going to have an ACOS of 20%. Now, on the tacos example, say you have ad spend of $2 and you have ad revenue of $10. An organic revenue of ten dollars, right? So now we are at a ten percent tacos, and so we're going to be diving into to why this metric is really important. But as I have progressed in my e-commerce career, I have started to pay a lot more attention to tacos and its impact on the business as opposed to ACOs. So before we dive into our examples, you know, I think PPC advertising is an example of the free markets at work. And so we'll take an example of like a leprechaun loincloth, right? This is our example, leprechaun loincloth. You're going to sell it for 15 bucks. It's going to cost you five bucks to source and you're going to have five bucks in Amazon fees. So that's going to leave you with $5 left over uh, or a 33% profit margin. Now, if you think of anything that's manufactured, if you drill down deep enough, you almost always get back to commodities. So for instance, a leprechaun loincloth, as everybody knows, it takes two commodities, rope and cloth, right? And so, if you drill down deep enough, you're going to get to commodity type prices, and then you're going to have some fluctuations in labor. But what I would say is that most leprechaun loincloths would be manufactured between four and six dollars. You know, the best manufacturer in the world could do it for four, and, and maybe the worst could do it for six. But it's a pretty tight range. And so, you know, what I have found is that as we're bidding on keywords. If your profit margins around thirty three percent, a lot of the keywords tend to have an A cost of thirty three percent, which leaves you at break even. And you know that's something that I've sold at break even uh, at a lot of different points in my business. And as we're going to see in the case study that we go to next, that's actually been something that I've been avoiding. And I'm going to go into why I have been avoiding that. But I think this is just there are two lessons to take away here. One is really know your numbers, right? Know your break even point. And two, be aware that that the free markets are are at work. There's a fixed supply of keywords and, you know, there's a growing demand of keywords. And so, you know, for instance, I, I talk about a fixed supply of keywords. You know, you take leprechaun loincloth, for instance, there's only, you know, probably somewhere between like three to five words that really describe this product, right? You've got leprechaun loincloth, you've got very small green bathrobe, you've got shamrock pants size extra small, But, you know, if you think of any object, right, there's usually only about 10 words, right, that describe it. And so that when I talk about fixed supply, that's what I'm talking about. And, you know, certainly there's a lot of long tail keywords, right? So like St. Patrick's Day clothing or G.I. Joe green pants or funny gift for an Irishman, right? These are not going to be high search volume keywords, but there may be an opportunity to bid on these at, at a little cheaper prices, so anyway, as I was talking about before, I think you really need to know your, your true breakeven point. So, you know, a, a couple months ago, I went full accounting nerd and built the Firing Demand Calculator. <laughs> and this is a free download. Just go to firingdemand.com slash calculator. But this is a spreadsheet that will get you to your true breakeven point. And so, you know, going back to our example of this leprechaun loincloth, you talk to your manufacturer. They're going to say, you know, your unit price is five dollars. And that's an important number to know, but you cannot stop there. There's a lot of additional costs that you need to factor into your purchase uh, to get you to your true break-even point. And so this calculator lays out, and I'll go through a couple of them, but this calculator lays out, you know, every cost I've ever incurred. Some of them I don't incur on every order, but these would include, you know, packaging, product inserts, barcodes, inspections, shipping from the manufacturer to the US shipping fees to the from port to the Amazon warehouse, tariffs and any other expenses. And this gets you to like a a fully loaded cost. And at this point, you would deduct this fully loaded cost from your selling price, and that's going to get you to your true break even point. And so, you know, as we're going to see in this example, this metric is really helpful for managing ACOS, and as we work our way down the
1: P&L, we're going to see where TACoS comes in. Yeah. One thing, David, I wanted to point out is, is for all the listeners, we're going to have a download on the website for this podcast. So all of the the graphs, the documents, everything we're, we're referring to, if you go to firingdemand.com slash tacos, T-A-C-O-S, you can get this download. It has the case study. It has everything we're covering, all the hyperlinks, everything there. So just wanted to cover that real quick. And one point on what you just covered David on this calculator what I'd like to really two things I'd like to highlight one is knowing your numbers is probably one of the top things you should be an expert at if you're in this business and two what I like about this calculator is it breaks down all of your fully loaded numbers your you know everything your break even point and then it has a worst base and best pricing and so you can see like hey if if i can price my product at this what is my break even cost here is middle of the road and here is the best case scenario and it gives a break even cost for each of those and something that i've learned as a the, the longer i'm doing this the more i realize that Every product has a life cycle. So you know there's a launch phase, a maintenance phase, and then there's a declining phase for almost every product. And so if you know what these numbers are before you're going into it, at least you have, a, you have kind of a rough roadmap of that product life cycle. And I, and I think that's helpful.
0: Sorry to interrupt the episode. You may have heard Ken and I talking recently about a new tool that we're using for Amazon refunds. Now I have used other refund tools like this, However, I can tell you in the first seven days, they scrubbed the back end of my Amazon account going back 18 months and found $5,000 of refunds. And the nice thing about this is, it's my money. Amazon made a mistake and they are just auditing my account. The other thing I really like about this tool is there is no monthly fee. They only charge a commission if they are successful in getting you your money. Go to getida.com, G-E-T-I-D-A, and enter promo code FTM for firing the man, FTM 400. This is an awesome tool. Can't say enough good things about it. Now, back to the episode. Absolutely. yeah. I'm glad you brought up that best case, worst case, and base case because there is a lot of variability here. So, you know, if you start at the top, at sales price, you know, when I launch a product, I usually have a sales price in mind. Sometimes I increase it, sometimes I decrease it, but generally the price I launch at is not the price I'm going to have at the end of year one or at the end of year two, right? And you just kind of got to, you know, split test and see what produces the most profit. The other variability there is in shipping, right? We've run into this in our own businesses where, you know, we're having inventory restrictions at warehouses. And so instead of sea shipping we need to airship. And that is currently about four or five times more expensive.
1: It's currently impossible.
0: Yeah, yeah. We I was quoted $11 per kilo the other day, which is bananas. And so, you know, that is wildly different than sea shipping at two bucks per kilo. And so, anyway, I think that's a good reason to analyze, you know, at least a, a worst case and a best case because, you know, we get into this, we're always optimistic, right? As entrepreneurs, we're optimistic. but. You know, sometimes things don't don't always pan out, and it's good to know your numbers through a couple different lenses.
1: Yeah, a lot of variables that we can't control. You know, competition, shipping. You know, lots of things that impact it.
0: Absolutely. So, for those of you that are tuning in, just in your car, or just listening to this, I'm going to do my best to walk you through an income statement. If you're sitting at a desktop, you ought to open up this slide deck, firingdemand.com/tacos. And flip to this slide called know your true breakeven point. But here we go. I'm just a forewarning. I am going full accounting nerd on this one, but I hope it's helpful. So at the top of your PL, you've got total income, right? This is just the sales coming into your company. The next line item you have is cost of goods sold, right? So this is going to be the cost of your product, the shipping costs, you know, everything it takes to get your product into sellable form. Now, when you take income minus cost of goods sold, that gets you to gross profit. And so in this example, we're looking at a gross profit of 43%. Now, some people would look at that and say, all right, that's my break-even point. But as you work your way down this P&L, you've got other expenses. And this is what we call operating expenses. So this is going to be you know, the cost of photography. This is going to be the, the cost of any employees that you have, your owner's compensation, miscellaneous office supplies, et cetera. And so you know, in this example, we we're starting with a gross profit of 23,000, but then we have another $14,000 of expenses that we need to deduct to get us to net income of 9,000. All right. Now that net margin, net income divided by total income is 17%. And this is where we establish our range, you know, at the high end, and this is our strategy, Ken and I strategy, our range on PPC for ACOS is going to Sit somewhere between our net margin and our gross margin. So in this example, between seventeen percent and forty-three percent. All right. So and here's the reason that we've established this range. So if our gross margin is forty-three percent and we have an A cost of forty-three percent, all of those sales we're we're breaking even on. However, we the company still has additional expenses, and you are not breaking even on the net you are just breaking even on those sales. And so you're going to need to earn organic revenue, which will produce organic net income to cover your operating expenses. And so this is something, you know, I see a lot of people fall into this. You can spend a ton of money on PPC and it not be fruitful, right? You, you could have a million dollar business with, with $5,000 net income, right? And that kind of goes back to the, the free markets at work. And so, Anyway, I think this knowing your true break-even point and then setting A cost goals and then monitoring and measuring them on a daily or weekly basis is is really important. So we're gonna you know turn the page in, into our case study, and this case study starts back in January 2019, and you know extends through today. Uh, so this st- case study is broken down into three phases. The first is the launch. The second is the struggle. And the third is dialed in. And each one of these phases is several months. So for instance, phase one to launch, this is gonna run from January 2019 to December 2019. You know, During this time, average monthly revenue was $14,000. We had a gross margin of 31%. We had a very low net margin. So this would be net income, 4.8%. And we had tacos, right? So this is gonna be PPC spend divided by total revenue of 13%. And so, you know, as I look through this P&L, in, in most months, you know, we're going to have somewhere somewhere between ten dollars and $15,000 of revenue. And if you look at net income, it is generally around $1,000. Pretty low, pretty low. And, and so, this was an instance where I was self-managing PPC, we were doing a lot of break even sales, and my tacos wasn't quite dialed in. So anyway, if I look at that 12-month period and I graph out my net margin, right? This is going to be net income divided by revenue. And then we have I'm going to graph out tacos. And what what we see is that tacos that line is always above net margin. And as we see, you know, in the next phase in the next phase, these lines are are going to flip. And so you know, let's switch over to phase two. This is going to be January 2020 to July 2020. Now, keep in mind, this was the pandemic. May was uh, the best month that this business has ever had, did $62,000 of income. But during this time, during these seven months, average monthly revenue was $31,000. We had gross margin of 35%. So stepping up a little bit, net margin, was at 6.2%. So again, stepping up a little bit, but a high tacos. Tacos was 17%. And so, you know, if you look at most of these months, net income is, you know, $1,400, 1200 $105. In April, we did negative $65 in net income on $33,000 in total income. Really, the only month that performed well was May and this was kind of an anomaly month and so here i was spending a lot i had hired an agency we had not gotten things dialed in and i was really spending a lot on ppc and and so you know from a revenue standpoint you may look at this and say hey this is a really good business but y- you get down into net income and there's not a lot of meat on the bone and so you know again as i graph out my net margin versus my tacos you know my tacos that line is hovering well above well tacos is is hovering well above net margin and so as we get into phase 3 and this is this is the dialed in phase what we're calling this this is an 8 month period stretching from august 2020 through march 2021 here we're still seeing good increases in average monthly revenue we're at $47,000 gross margin is at 42%, net margin is at 23%. And this is the real key. This is why we do this is to earn net income to uh, either pay ourselves or reinvest in, into the business. And you know, what I want to really highlight here is tacos was 9% and you know, every company's different um, but this is for this company this is optimal in my opinion. And you know, as we look at ad spend over the life of this account it really hasn't increased that much you know, in the early stages, when monthly revenue was, you know, $14,000 or so, we had ad spend of like $2,500. Today, we're doing average monthly revenue of around $50,000. Ad spends about four grand, And so, you know, we've really limited spend there. We've picked up on what long tail keywords convert well, but we're no longer going after that break-even sale. And, you know, when I meet with my PPC manager... I instruct them twenty-two percent ACOs, and you know you compare that to my gross margin of forty-two percent. I am not selling at break-even at all. I mean, all of my PPC sales are funding my operating expenses, and so anyway, long journey, and you know, Ken, you were along for the ride for some of this, and you know, this started it back in two thousand nineteen. This case study, the business had Started about two years prior to, but wasn't really putting up any serious numbers, but it took a while to really get this dialed in. And it wasn't until I started measuring tacos that I really could really measure from month to month, hey, what looks good for this business? And so, you know, going to this graph here, we now have our net margin exceeding tacos. And, you know, this graphically with net margin sitting higher than tacos, this represents to me a profitable company. And so anyway, I hope that that helps. I feel like a lot of times with PPC, people talk in, they don't use real life examples. So I hope applying hard numbers to this aids in in understanding. So Ken, I'm going to kick it over to you to dive a little bit deeper into tacos. You know, you were the one that introduced me to this so looking forward to hearing what you have to say.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Before we get into that, just a little bit of on that case study, you know, that was, it's excellent to see, you know, actual numbers an actual case study on a, on a brand and the struggles and, you know, but kind of like pull back the curtain, like what's, what's behind the curtain. And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of been amazing watching you kind of all these levers and dial profitability in, yeah, it's 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 a good case study to look at and, and note. notice that it takes a long time. Like this isn't done overnight. You don't say like oh, come in and say, oh, I'm gonna fix this overnight. PPC is is done over the long term. PPC takes a long time to get it dialed in. Profitability as well, you know, especially in this Amazon ecosystem that we're that we're playing in largely.
0: All right, folks, Ken and I are getting pretty long winded on this discussion on PPC and profits and don't want to cut it off short. So next week, we are going to deliver part two of this episode. So stay tuned. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to today's Firing the Man podcast. If you like this episode, head on over to firingtheman.com and check out our resource library for exclusive Firing the Man discounts on popular e-commerce subscription services. That is FiringTheMan.com backslash resource. You can also find a comprehensive library of over 50 books that Ken and I have read in the last few years that have made a meaningful impact on our business. For that, head on over to www.FiringTheMan.com slash library. Lastly, check us out on social media at FiringTheMan and on YouTube at FiringTheMan for exclusive content.
1: This is David Schomer And Ken Wilson. We're
0: out. Before you go, we wanted to share a new service that Ken and I have been using called GetIDa that has made us over $10,000 in Amazon reimbursements. The service requires no monthly subscription and GetIDa collects a small percentage of the money they recover for you. It takes less than 5 minutes to set up and works on all Amazon marketplaces. Go to getida.com, G E T I D A.com and enter promo code FTM400. That's F-T-M for Firing the Man 400 to get your first $400 in reimbursements commission free. How much money does Amazon owe you?